the week three recap in Monday night football bombs edition of the bottom line bombs on the sports gaming podcast network is brought to you by game time snag those tickets without any stress by using press promo code SFBX on your first purchase to save $20. We're also brought to you by underdog fantasy play underdog pick them in college NFL went up to 20 times in one game. Plus every Sunday they're giving away hundred K use promo code SGPN and underdog fantasy for hundred percent deposit bonus up to $500. Finally, we're brought to you by all the fame bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the hall of fame bets app or visit HOFbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And with that, we will do a theme song with a video that I made together. And there it is. All right, wait a minute. I don't even know if that played. Let me play this again. That sounds better. I'm not sure if the video is playing. Yeah, I didn't hear. Oh, well, let me bomb it. Hello, welcome to the bottom line, Bob's. I am your host, CJ Sullivan, the man in the box. That's right. We are here doing the week four, week three recap. And we got Monday Night Football bombs. Let me, uh, let me just quote, tweet, and throw in comments, come and engage, and enrage. That's what I like to say. Oh, man. Um, what a weekend. What a games. What games? Let's see if we have people coming in live. I know we are at high noon. This is the C block on Monday. High noon. Usually I do the college show now with Colby Picks Dundee, but he is on the road coming back in from Laramie, Wyoming, where he was at this weekend. Um where his where his where they beat the Appalachian State on a blocked field goal to the house and one of the worst bad beats of all time. Of course, Dundee picked it out like he uh he won it. Which he did. They did win. Um, but uh, amazing. So I'll I'll do the done. I'll do the college show with him tomorrow at noon. I'll call in with that one. Uh, but for now, I'm coming in early. And as I can see, people are a little distracted by it. I'm distracted. I'm the only one who's distracted. Meaning the timing is different. I know I should keep the same consistent time, the 130, 145 range and afterwards. But we got two Monday night football games tonight, and then I'll, I'll recap the Survivor pool, which was a bloodbath yesterday. Over 3,000 from Circa got knocked out, including the man in the box. But we'll talk about that later. And my other bombs went three and two with the bombs for the contest picks. Not great, but still winning. So. And then, of course, we'll have a man in the box segment later. And if I get, I might get to my own college stories, my own, but there's so much to get to. Let's, uh, oh man, I already feel, I already feel offbeat. I don't know if the, uh, Scream Yard's playing, which is upsetting. All right, now we're getting some viewers coming in. Welcome. Come on in. There we go. I like this. These songs are long. Anyway, <laughs> I have to get into it. I wanted, I wanted to set up. I wanted, um, oh, upset because I wanted to set up some suspenseful music and this whole thing, but I can't. Let's just get right into the Monday Night Football Bombs right now. And then after the break, I'll, because for the live listeners up top, that's what I like to do. This is my portion of the show where I give out the, the, the bomb for tonight's games for the live listeners, the, the, the free nuggets, the gifts, the blessings you get for listening to me live. Because by the time you hear in the podcast, it's probably a little too late. It's still time-sensitive material. So there's two games tonight. There's Philly and Tampa Bay and Rams and Bengals. 
The big one being the Rams Bengals. We don't know if Joe Burrow is going to play, but it looks like he's going to give it a go as the line has crept up to three. So that means he's probably going to give it a go, which is very dumb, I believe, of the Bengals. But hey, since when are uh, one of they been confused with? Yep, it is minus three now. Tampa Bay. It's Philly minus five, 44 is over under, and Rams Bengals is 345. That's interesting. Okay. Um, I like the over 44 for Philadelphia, Philadelphia Tampa Bay. Um, I kind of like Philly minus five as well because uh, I th- everything's falling apart. Here's what's happening with the, with the, with the football. Watching like Denver and the Bears play, I say, you're like, okay, let's throw out anything ever associated with them. Like all wins are discredited. Tampa Bay beat the bears last week by 10 at home. You're like, okay, well, if you haven't, if you didn't win by at least 30, then you're not even worth being a team. So I was feeling good about Tampa Bay. And then, then I watched what happened with the bears. Like, oh, well, Jesus Christ. That was a three point game in the fourth quarter. I can't trust Baker at all, but they're playing great. It's inspired ball. I don't, I'd like Philly minus five. They got 10 days off, uh, but I can see Tampa Bay keeping it close too because the Eagles secondary is so uh, uh, bad. Baker's feeling it. He's throwing to Mike Evans. So we're going to give you the first official bomb. We're just going to go over 45 bomb. Second game Rams plus three. We're going to take that. They're going to, they're going to, even if Burrow does play, which is dumb by the Bengals, by the way, to play him. Just shut him down. He needs rest. They, the calf needs rest. It's going to linger every time. You, if they do this every week now. Oh, give it a go. He's Joe Cool. Yeah, he is. Great. He also has a horrible, <laughs> bad hamstring that gets hurt, re-injured every time he touches it. So... Although the Bengals are desperate, they're 0-2 and they're playing a 1-1 team, and that was a system we were going with uh, that hit 70% last in the past. It went 2-2 two and two yesterday. So kind of the 0-2 team's worth it. They're a desperate team at home Monday night. They've got a good roster, but who knows what they want to go to quarterback. I like these Rams, though, too. So we're going to take the Rams plus three. So those are two bombs. Over 44 for Philly, Tampa, and plus Rams plus three. That being said, now let's get into some prop bombs for you. Some white angle sports. Waz releases. Let me see if I can get a uh, good. I want a good suspenseful music for this before I get into it. Uh, I don't really have any. Ooh. This ain't bad. White Angle Sports tonight. The Rams are my fi- are the best was game to put out. Some of you might be familiar with Right Angle Sports, a popular sports pick tout services that ch- moved lines, and they have Raz releases where they set up a play and then they give it out. And as soon as you give it out, the line moves. You got to jump on it quick. So sometimes they'll give you a fake one too. They're like, all right, set up Eagles minus five. That's a cancel, not a cancel. So, so you know, you know, so the books don't get quick and they don't, you know, move the line ahead of time. You know what I mean? But with white angle sports, here's my uh, here's my theory. When anytime you have a white skilled player, which is very rare in the NFL, the other players in the league can't believe he's they're as fast as they are, so they take bad angles at him. You know the white angle, if you will. And then they wind up running into each other and shit while the white guy runs down the sideline, namely Christian McCaffrey. He's really the only one who does this. Um, but the point is, it's like when the Rams played the Niners last week, that was a huge white angle sports game. But there's a few more tonight that we can get out to. So let's set up some white angle sports. All right, first setup in Philadelphia, Tampa Bay. Cade Otten over two and a half receptions. That's Cade Otten, tight end. You know he's white with a name like Cade. 
There's not too many Cades writing for Root.com, if you know what I mean. K-Dot in over two and a half receptions is a go! Bomb it! All right, next selection. Mike Allstock on Tampa Bay. Selection number 478. Anytime touchdown, plus 800. Mike Allstock is a cancel. Cancel the Mike Allstock. Mainly because he does not play in the NFL anymore. But he did once play for Tampa Bay and was indeed white. Scored a lot of touchdowns for those Super Bowl, those Super Bowl Buccaneers. Those shifty fullbacks, huge shoulder pads. He had a very white shoulder pad, so it just mott like he was an offensive lineman. Like, touchdown, Tommy Vardell. They, they love hyping up right, white running backs. Did also make the cover of Madden one time? I think he might have. Tommy Vardell did. And Toby Gerhardt didn't, that's for sure. Anyway, all right. Now let's move on. The next white angle sports release so far, we have K-Dot and here's a go. Now. For the Rams, Puka. Nuku Chu. Puka Nuku Hey, he's a setup. Over five and a half receptions for Puka Nuku Chu. That's a go. Bop. Again, that's Pukanuku. That is a go for white angle sports. Take over five and a half receptions. Some might be saying, CJ, he's not fully white. It's okay. As long as he appears white on field to the defense, so they take the white angle on him. It doesn't matter what his actual lineage is. Obviously, with a name like Puka, we're going to need to see those 23andMe reports. All right, next up. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Over under half receptions. Half receptions. That's a setup. That's a cancel. Cooper Cup, of course, is inactive. Inactive. But when it comes to finding other whites, it's hard to find. So we have to find some inactives and retired people. All right. That's final, final bomb, final white angle sport bomb. White angle release. The legend himself. Ben Schnellick. You already, you, you already know this guy's got a way. If you can't pronounce that last name, you know you're into something. You got something good. So set him up. Ben This is an official white angle sports release. Or is it? Ben Sherlock. Two touchdowns. 79 to 1. Again, it's Ben Sherlock. Two touchdowns. 79 to 1. That is a go. Official go. A white angle sport, 79 to 1, Bob, giving out. One last one. Chris Collinsworth, wide receiver. You might be saying, yes, is, is, isn't there an announcer named Chris Collinsworth? There sure, there sure is. It's the same man. His total is racing a horse, 45. That's a cancel. Chris Collinsworth is a cancel. He no longer plays the NFL and does it in. He's an announcer. So that would be a cancel, of course. Those are our wide angle sports. 
releases. Ben Schronick, two touchdowns, 79-1. Pukanuchu over five and a half receptions, and Kate Otten over two and a half receptions. Those are white angle sports releases. You know, Chris Collinsworth raced a horse once on ABC's Wild World of Sports. Look it up, kids. Back in the 70s and 80s, anytime we thought anyone was semi-fast, we'd race them against a horse. Get out on the track and race a horse. How would you do against a horse? Not good. Horses uh, have four legs and are all muscle and are animals. Again, we're humans. They are animals. And they're built to race. Yeah, but you're pretty fast out there. I know. I get it. But I'm not as fast as a horse. Well, let's prove it. And they did. They put him on Wild World Sports, and Chris Collinsworth raced a horse, and he lost. Anyway, that's, that's it for the White Angle Sports for the Monday night. Let me do a quick ad read. When we come back, we will be talking uh, about the Sunday night Sunday recap action with Survivor, my bombs, and then we'll get to a man in the box. Maybe we'll even get to some co college. Who knows? There's so much to get into. Uh, welcome to the C Block. I am CJ Sullivan. But let me tell you about game time. A lot of times you're stressed out buying tickets. I know I am. I wanted to go to a uh, Taylor Swift concert last night. I had tickets for it. Apparently she canceled because she wanted to go see a football game. What? In Kansas City. What the hell is this, T-Swift? Here I am sitting sitting on these tickets for the uh, you know the Taylor Swift show. And I got a, and I got a, I got a, a notification. Sorry. She decided to catch a football game the way Taylor Swift likes to do. Well, I was screwed. No refunds. $45,000 down the drain. Not next time because I have the Game Time app. You get the Game Time app. So that's your, it's your place for last-minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance like for T-Swift. Who knows when she's going to F off and go to a Kansas City Chiefs football game. So you get exclusive flash deals for day of tickets and closer, and it gets cheap. Game time will credit you 100% of the difference if you find tickets in the same section for less. It's guaranteed. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. So snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create the account, use code SFBX for $20 off your first purchase. That's code SCFBX. I just got that wrong. CF, not SF. CFBX, $20 off. And this time, you see Taylor Swift on her schedule. Uh, we also got Underdog Fantasy. It's a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five. From now on until October 4th, our Underdog is matching 100% of your first deposit up to $500. Wow. That's $100,000 $100, Sunday continues at Underdog Fantasy. Total of two million prizes all season long. Hundred K prizes this week. Ten K to ten people this week. New sweepstakes every week. NFL season. Toss out. <laughs> this is why I read the thing like Ryan Burgundy. Toss out an underdog fantasy play that I like. I already told you. I gave you three white angle sport props. K. Dotton over two and a half receptions. Play that one. And parlay that with uh, Pukanuku over five and a half receptions. There you go. And there's your two, there's your white angle sport underdog fantasy releases. Um, and Ben Schlenick over four and a half yards ain't bad either. Anyway, when you sign up with promo code SGPN, underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. That's underdog fantasy promo code SGPN all the way up until October 4th. How about that? Oh, uh, that's my birthday. 10, four, just for uh, any C generates out there. I don't want to uh, throw me any winners. That's all. I, that's all I ask. Just throw me a winner. <laughs> I'm going to need it after this weekend, that's for sure. Although the bombs went three and two. Welcome back, C Generates. The bombs went three and two. We hit uh, Detroit, New England, and Arizona, and we lost Green Bay and Carolina. Green Bay were lane two in the contest line. They won, they won by one. So that was not enough. And Carolina was looking good until Seattle got. Seattle became real jerks about things and started running it up towards the end. Act like you've been there before, Pete Carroll. Come on. Anyway, uh, but let's talk about that Survivor pool. What a bloodbath it was for Survivor. First time in uh, since 2018 that three underdogs have over a touchdown one. You had the Colts beating Baltimore. You had uh, Houston beating Jacksonville. And, of course, Arizona beating Dallas, which we were on. Um, 
But oh my God. So I had two entries in a survivor. And uh, I will have to admit. Thank you for participating. Thank yeah. you for participating in the sports gambling podcast. Yeah, that was that, that's what they told me yesterday after I lost. <laughs> now on the show, I gave out Kansas City as number one pick for Survivor, and then Jacksonville is number two. So hopefully, you took my advice and took Kansas City. But I didn't do that in mind because in the circuit contest, you, you need to save Kansas City for Christmas or whatever the hell it is. You don't have to, but it was important. Plus, there were so many other options. And what did I do? We lost both. We lost Baltimore. I lost, and I'm ultra tilt. There's nothing losing a survivor is different than losing any other pick because it's a season long. You're just done. You're shut down. It's over with. But I deserved it because I Benedict. I Benedict Arnold myself. Last week I Benedict Arnold you guys when I gave out a pick Chargers and I pulled it and put and put it into Falcons. Turned out to be right. But I did it because, well, one, because Austin Eckler was hurt. But I Benedict Arnold. I betrayed my pop. This time I did it again with Survivor. I knew I was going to play Kansas City. That's ridiculous. So what do I do? Do we play the Miami Dolphins? Sure, why not? They're hot. Two is healthy. That's what I wanted to do. Matter of fact, I had Miami Dolphins printed out, typed out in my email to my proxy, Vegas Andy, all ready to go. And at the last second, the very last second, there's a lot of buzz about Denver being a sharp play, which I always loved. Sharp play under all the sharps love Denver. Getting six and a half. It's going to be a scary game. Yeah, okay. Miami only scored 70 goddamn points yesterday. Um, so, I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll... And I looked at the schedule. Miami has a couple easy games coming up that I want to use them for. But then Ball, someone said Baltimore. Like, Baltimore, if you look at Baltimore's schedule, this is the last game that you should be able to... I mean, there's one that got when they play Arizona, I think. But other than that, there's not too many... There's nothing... With Baltimore, so you got to use them now. If you didn't use them already, and the one, and the one ballot, I didn't. This is the one off, off the cut, off the radio, sh- the show here. And there was a couple, couple warning signs that I blew right through. One it was going to be bad weather in Baltimore. Check. Two, the Ravens had ten injured starters. Not good. But I'm like, whatever. They're still playing the Colts. And they have Gardner Minshew starting, which I wasn't crazy about. Because Minshew does his Minshew magic sometimes for these little small areas. But all that being said, I'm like, okay, the game will be closer. It won't. The spread was eight, eight and a half. I'm like, they'll still win the game somehow, some way. The Ravens aren't going to lose at home to the Colts. Besides, I can't risk it with Miami, not with all the Sharps loving Denver. My God, they're still scoring points over there. There have, it was a cla- it was a fucking circus over down there. No look passes. Hey, no look shovels. Here we go. Hand off around the end. You score. Who hasn't scored? Look around. Who hasn't scored yet? Robbie Wonderkind. Who the hell are you? I used to be Robbie Anderson, coach. Oh, okay. Kim, put a helmet on. You got a touchdown. Everyone gets a touchdown for the Dolphins. My God, what was going on out there, Denver? Denver's hilarious. <laughs> fucking <laughs> somehow, some way, it's not Russell Wilson's fault. That's what's even funnier with Denver. Their defense is like, yeah, remember when we were a great defense last year and Russell was awful? Yeah, we're not doing that again. That was too much work. So, matter of fact, we're going to be no defense. We're going to go from an elite defense to no defense. We're going to let the Washington Commanders and Sam Howell score 35 on us. We're going to let Miami score 70. I didn't even know NFL teams could get to 70. I thought a reset or something after 50. I didn't know you could do that. Anyway, I was on Baltimore. <laughs> Survivor, and it was brutal. I mean, my God. So it was a tough game, back and forth, whatever. Lamar fumbled. It wasn't good. I knew it was going to be grimy. But then it gets down to the end. Baltimore's up by one. 
two minutes to go. And uh, the Colts have the ball on their own one yard line. This looks good. Up one ball on the one. They got 99 yards to go and a bitch ain't one. I mean, no, no, obviously they only need a field goal. Uh, and Minshew steps out of bounds by accident. Looks like he's about to get sacked and stripped and it's going to be a defensive touchdown, but he stepped out of bounds by accident for a safety. And that turns out to be the best thing that could have happened to you. Welcome, 1777 memorabilia. We're picks. We're bad, man. Now the picks weren't bad memorabilia. I'm going through them now. We went three and two on the bombs. Congratulations on your charges. I'll get to them as well. My God. Anyway, but what's up, bottom lines? Uh, <laughs> anyway, Minshew steps out of bounds for the safety, and that just gives him breathing room. That's what's. So then they get to punt the ball, and Baltimore gets the ball like at around 20. They get the ball right back. Now they're only down three. If they don't get this fucking accidental safety, they don't win this game. The Jets did the same thing. They got a they got a safety that almost and they almost won the game because of it. We gotta change these safety rules. How is it only worth two points? Why is it worth two? It's, it can't be the same thing as a two-point conversion. It's ridiculous. You are literally Forcing the other team back through their own end zone. It's the mo it's the most manly thing you could do. It's the top, if you will. In that world, if you know what I mean. I mean, you are fucking you are absolutely destroying the other team. It should be worth more. It should be 10 points of safety. That's what I'm trying to say. That's my rule after this one. Then it goes to overtime. Justin Tucker misses a 61-yard field goal somehow. I celebrated that one early. I kind of called that. He hit it right down the middle, but then it didn't make it. Whatever. Then Harbaugh punts in overtime. Then they get the ball back again. From like, from like the 45. He punts like you're going for a tie. And then they get another chance again. This time he goes for it. Well, what is it? You're going to go for it? You're going to punt? Now he goes for it. Blatant pass interference. They don't call it. Whatever. You just knew right there they're just going to fucking lose. They bring in the ref. Gene, what do you have? I hate the ref in the Fox. Is there anything more worthless than this ref in the TV studio? What'd you see? Well, I saw what you all saw, guys. That it was interference and they didn't call it. Okay, great. Thanks. Go back to your six-figure job in a TV studio to tell us what we just saw. Well, see how his arms around it? That's interference. Yep, yeah, we see that. How come he didn't call it, Gene? I don't know. He just, he just didn't call it. So, anyway, I'm going to go back here. They just brought out a new fresh tray of ziti. Eric Costa says, I bet a safety automatically ends the game right, right then and there. I mean, honestly. There's going to be nothing more humiliating than a safety. You're pushed back through your own end zone. In military, so they get to take over your land. They take over your village. They get to at least, hit, or it should at least be like checkers or chess. You know, you get you get one of their you get their best player. Give me your king. Give me Gardner Minshew. You don't get to play with Gardner Minshew anymore. All right, we've got two points and the ball, and we get Gardner Minshew. Now, Minshew, don't be a traitor now. It should be like checkers. Chess, whatever. Checkers when you get the you get the king, right? Anyway, the interference happened, and then Matt Gay, Rudy Gay, Jim Gay, all gay. The Colts kicker, he kicked four. He, uh, he of course, went for the Colts in overtime. With, a, with his fourth 50-yard field goal of the day, which I woke up to today to find out that's an NFL record. Never happened in the history of the league. Fantastic. <laughs> Breaking news. I mean, those kicks were amazingly perfect. They were there. Like I, I said, if, if there was an arena, those old arena football goal posts where it's like six feet wide, they would have split those. They were. It was unbelievable. So I lost that one. I lost the, uh, and it was uh, hurtful. The other entry was Jacksonville, um, Houston. Now that one, I had a partner. 
So I didn't really, I didn't really fight that one. I had reservations about that. The only reservation was that Houston, like they have a history of going down there and beating Jacksonville. They beat them like ten straight times. I still didn't think that was going to be a, a factor. I'm like, whatever. You want to take Jacksonville? That sounds good. We'll diversify it. And I will say it's a lot better losing with a partner, especially when it's the other person's decision in Survivor. It's kind of like being on uh, like a team trivia, like a bar trivia. You know, when you say the right answer and they don't take your answer, then you turn out being right. I mean, you get to hold that over their heads the entire night. It's gr- For weeks, you can text, ah, you should have listened to me. Told you it was different strokes. You know, you don't know any other question, but the one you did know, oh my God, you can't believe they didn't listen to you. So I was like, yeah, I don't know. Jacksonville's a little, all he said was, yeah, I don't know. Jacksonville's a little risky. Now I'm acting like I was the <laughs> Miss Cleo with that one. You know what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> I was like, I told you Jacksonville. No one thought they were going to fucking lose. I mean, I knew they had a chance of losing, but they should have won. And that was a day. That was a game. I'd much rather lose a game like that, where it's just like, okay, this is what's happening. Oh, this is what's happening. They're, they're going to get destroyed by Houston for some reason. No, no, no other reason. Just that like, this is just what happens in the script. We didn't have it on, but I kept getting uh, red red zone updates from Scott Hansen. And there's nothing more annoying than these Scott Hansen red zone updates. He acts like he's giving you the gift of these plays. Like he's creating them in his laboratory. Oh, I got to show you what happened in Jacksonville. Oh, man, I wasn't even going to do it. I wasn't even going to let you peon see what happened in Jacksonville. But because it's so absurd, you guys get to watch it. And uh, that's when they showed the, <laughs> when, when Jacksonville did it, like not even a squib kick. They did like a pop-up kick to a 260-pound fullback who drops the ball and then proceeds to run 90 yards for a touchdown. Oh, okay. That, that's what's happening here. Okay. That, okay. All right. Yeah. Jacksonville's not winning this game. Houston has fullbacks returning kickoffs for touchdowns. Other things that have never happened in the history of the NFL. No big deal. But like I said, that one doesn't sting so much because I had a partner involved and I can blame him for everything. And you know, I don't need $9 million anyway. That's where the first place went to. That would, that would just bring more problems in my life. I do think what a good thing will be though, is to continue to play survivor mentally. I'm certainly going to give out survivor picks here every Thursday on the C block. But I think I think I think that's a good way to mentally go through it is to continue playing it through your head to see if you would have won nine million dollars because that that won't affect me in a bad way at all, right? Ah, <laughs> uh, Gardner Minshew, you got me again. Good for you, Gardner Minshew. Anyway, um, all right, let me take a quick break. Then I'll break down the bombs in those NFL games you guys were talking about, uh, including. Memorabilia, your favorite, your Chargers, who, uh, yeah, they won. They beat the Vikings. They they did. I'll say that. Someone had to win that game. They didn't want to, but they won it. Anyway, let's get into the Hall of Fame bets I have to tell you about. What did I tell you about Undo Fantasy? No, no. Hall of Fame bets I need to get to. I did talk about Undo Fantasy. I already know that. But win bigger and smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props and game lines, research, NFL, NBA lines, soccer bets with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay into the Hall of Fame bets revolutionary parlay optimizer. That sounds that sounds legit. The revolutionary parlay optimizer. Boop, 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 boop. You are a winner. Sort all the players by hit rate for learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching and start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. And we're back on the bottom line bombs. I am CJ Sullivan, your man in the box. Um, thank you, everyone who is joining us on YouTube. I see more people are following in right now. Um, make sure you hit that thumbs up like button. I don't care if you actually do like the show. Lie, lie to the algorithm, hit the thumbs up. I don't really care. 
Uh, I might get to that in a man box segment too. I have some good reviews. I don't know. There's so much stuff to get to. Let me, let me talk about these bombs. I gave out the Monday night bombs. If you did miss it earlier on in my white angle sport releases, a lot of good white skill players tonight. And I say their, their overs always hit because other players can't believe they're that fast because they're white. So they take bad angles. They take the white angle on them and run into each other. Anyway, like I said, the bombs went three and two. We won Detroit, New England, Arizona, and we lost Green Bay and Carolina. Green Bay, of course, wins by one. They had a great comeback with victory. All it took was Jameis Winston enter the game. They're like talking about, oh, Jordan Love, what a statement game for Jordan Love. Yet the statement was, uh, you're better than Jameis Winston. And it took Derek Carr getting cheap shotted and knocked out of the game for you to even come close. But congratulations to the Packers. Uh, Carolina, like I said, it looked like they were doing good. All oh, they they're getting six and a half. They were playing great. Andy Dalton actually wasn't bad, but then uh, like Seattle just, Seattle became real jerks about things. Pete Carroll's running it up, and this I don't like the twelfth man. I get it. It's a rowdy place to play. First of all, they should be flagged for every play for having too many men on the field if they're gonna have a twelfth man. But they have it both ways. That's what I hate about Pete Carroll. He's chomping at gum. And the, the crowd noise is so loud, it causes false starts and all that shit, and I get it. That's good home field advantage. But then they do it the other way, too, where they're, where they're baiting 15-yard penalties. Like, if you get someone hits hit late, not even late, oh! Carroll's gets that well worked up. Like, it's a fucking wrestling event. Like, all right. You're either going to be tough about it or you're going to be soft about it. You can't be both. Pete Carroll. You're not loving conspiracy theories. Anyway. Um, our winners were fun. Arizona, that was a great win. That's why it didn't matter with Survivor. As long as Dallas loses, it's fun. Although I will say, seeing a Stephen A. Smith video every time the Cowboys loses partially had me rooting for the Cowboys to win nowadays. My God, every time they lose, he's going to do a fucking video laughing at this awful angle from his apartment where he's making $100 million with his face right up to the camera. Like, all right. Anyway, um, good for him. Good for everyone making their money. <laughs> Mike McCarthy, you know, there were some hilarious coaching decisions yesterday. Mike McCarthy down eight doesn't, he like doesn't kick a, he does kick a field goal. Then he doesn't kick a field goal and the same drive. Then it got taken away. And then he was to go for it. Well, which is it? I feel like he's Mike McCarthy, especially just makes things up. Like he has a chart, but he just makes shit up. JC from KC, well, I'm not going to say you're late, JC, because I'm early. The C block started early because Colby's in Wyoming. Um, but welcome. I know. I'm sorry. I messed up the time. I didn't mess up the time. I just moved it early. Um, but McCarthy's hilarious. Doubt, like, that's what the Cowboys do. Uh, but the other one was the Jets. The New England Jets game was incredible. The Jets, that I had on. I had the red zone on the big one and the Jets Patriots on the other one because watching Jets fans in the rain getting poured on in tarps, the guy's teeth are falling out, yelling at Zach Wilson is just fucking hilarious. And I feel like Jets ownership and management at this point, no, like, listen, no matter what quarterback we bring in, we're probably not going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, we got a great defense. How great are they? But it's it's not, no matter what quarterback we bring in, it's not going to be Aaron Rodgers. Okay? So we're not going to win the Super Bowl. Will we be better than Zach Wilson? Sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No doubt about it. I mean, look around the league. Arizona just got Josh Dobbs off the street, and he's doing great. Matt Ryan wants to play for the Jets. We're like, nah, we're good. But I'm better than Zach Wilson. Yeah, I know. You're way better than Zach Wilson. You're a little too good, to be honest with you. All you're going to do is get our fans excited again. We don't want that because we're not doing, we're not going to win. So I think the Jets organization is doing the best thing they can for these fans by allowing Zach Wilson to not only be the quarterback the rest of the year, but to say they actually believe in him and lie to us. So it gets them as angry as possible. And it's, which creates one of some of the best entertainment because New Yorkers love to be angry. They love to scream things. They love their teeth falling out. Like, ah, fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck is this?
trying to uh, find a good. <laughs> I mean, they love you. So this is what the Jets are like. All right, so we believe in Zach Wilson. No, you don't. You told us you don't believe in him. You told him that last year. You told him that this summer. HBO did an entire show about how much you do not <laughs> trust or want Zach Wilson on your team. Now go home and get your fucking shine box. Those are Jet fans out there. Uh, so since they know they're not going to Super Bowl, fuck it. Let's just let's just lie and say we like Zach Wilson. See what happens. And this is what's happened. And that was just amazing. Now, Zach Wilson also got a safety at the end of the game, and they almost won because of it. That gave him room to breathe. And then they get the ball back. They're down five, and they throw a Hail Mary, and they almost caught it. What a horrendous victory that would have been. Anyway, those were some of the victories we got in the bombs. Detroit, Atlanta, no need to even recap that. We got that Detroit win. Good for us. Uh, so we went three and two. That brings our record to... Um, Nine, nine, five, and one. Not bad for the regular season. Not good enough to win the money. It's circa millions, but it's nine, five, and one. We'll take any day of the week. Um, other games that happened yesterday. You had Kansas City, Chicago was the game of the week. Uh, <laughs> even though the Bears wanted no parts of that being the game of the week, the Bears were like, hey, do you really need to put us? In front of TV? Oh, yeah. Not only are we putting you on TV where everyone's going to watch it, we're bringing Taylor Swift in. So the entire world is going to be tuned into this. Taylor Swift is dating Travis Kelsey. That, that happened pretty quickly. Everyone got to watch the Bears be embarrassed. They didn't lose by 50 like Denver did. They tried. Almost. But that's only because Kansas City took their foot off the brakes, unlike Miami. They took Mahomes out because he was hurt and all that stuff. So they only scored a measly 40-something against them. Man, and Eric, today, of course, and I get why you show Taylor Swift a lot. I understand that. It's not even like, when, oh, enough already with Taylor Swift. All right, well, how many times you get Taylor Swift at your game? She's Right now she's bigger than the fucking all the Beatles combined. Sitting next to Travis Kelsey's mom. I don't know if Travis Kelsey's mom. I'm sure Travis Kelsey's mom liked the fun of meeting Taylor Swift. You know, her son's dating her. And then uh, I don't know if she wants the whole booth packed out with her backup dancers and shit, eating shrimp cocktails and doing her fucking TikToks and whatnot. I mean, although she's, he's, I feel bad for poor, poor Travis Kelsey's mom. Imagine being like me. Imagine being like me, a Swifty, CJ, your man in the box. Who had tickets to see her and she cancels the concert because she had to go catch a football game? What the hell is this, Swifty? Anyway. The Bears will be now playing Denver next week. The, the Denver Broncos, who lost by 50 points yesterday, are favored against the Bears by three and a half this week. That's how bad the Bears are. What is going on? Where you can't even be favored at home against a team that lost by 50. What else happened? The I'll get to your, your Minnesota Chargers there, uh, memorabilia. I'll put you up on the board. Told you your chart. Told you your Chargers were gonna told you Chargers were gonna beat the Vikings. You did. Congratulations. Like I said, someone had to win that game. They both wanted to lose the game. Two of the most choked, two teams that love falling apart at the end of the game. And they were both trying to out-disaster each other. Staley, they're up by four, 28-24, with a minute and change to go. Vikings have no timeouts. It's fourth and one. Chargers on their own 24, they go for it. The Chargers go for it on their own 24. All they do is punt the ball to Kirk Cousins with no timeouts. He has to go to the length of the field, score a touchdown. I'm not saying Tom Brady's back there. Kirk Cousins! You like that? You like that? Kirk, do you like, and of course, they of course they run it up the middle with their backup running back, too. They don't even throw the fucking ball. You have Justin Herbert having the game of his life. Not the game of his life, but an amazing game. He threw like three incomplete passes all day. Have him throw a bootleg, do something. He'll get it. Nah, it's right up the middle. Give Minnesota cracks. So Minnesota, they complete one pass. 
No timeouts. And what's Cousins? Cousins goes doesn't spike the ball. Now he's calling plays like he's Peyton Manning. Hey, hey, Kirk. Do you want to spike the ball? Do you, or do you want to, or do you want to let the clock run down, hurriedly call a play that no one knows, and then throw a pick in the end zone? You like that? You like that? Yeah, not really, Kirk. We don't like that. But I get it. You're a young quarterback. You don't know to go. You don't know how to get on the ball and spike it. You like that? You like that? How do you not spike the ball, Kirk? What are you doing? It was like, I think that was the Chargers game. Staley's like, well, if we punt the ball, Cousins will have too much room to operate where even he, where maybe someone else could step up like Justin Jefferson, who doesn't choke, and maybe he can break one for a touchdown. But if we keep it, but if we give them the ball as close to the goal line as possible, then Cousins will fall apart and they'll lose. So congratulations, Chargers. You pulled, you pulled, you pulled it off. <laughs> Uh, the other game, which was hilarious coaching decision, was Vegas Steelers. That was the late game. Two teams that looked uh, completely dull and boring. Josh McDaniels. An, an amazing coach. These people, and here's the thing with, with Staley, too. Like, Staley, when he first came in, he went, went for all the fourth downs. Like, He's nuts. He's analytics. We love it. But they don't do it all the time. See, in order to go for and fourth down to work, you have to do it all the time for the numbers to work. You can't just pick and choose. And the Raiders did the same thing. The Raiders were down eight. They're driving. They go to kick a field goal with like four or five minutes, four minutes to go. They have all three timeouts. They make it, but there's a 15-yard penalty. So they keep driving, which is fine. You should do that. You need, you're down eight. Then they drive down, and it's fourth and four. From the eight-yard line, two minutes and 22 seconds ago, and he kicks a field goal again. What? So that penalty just hurt you. The penalty just cost you three minutes, basically. You're down eight. A touchdown two-pointer equals eight, Josh. That's what you need. You're down eight. Yeah, but if we... Him explaining it afterwards is hilarious. A guy who doesn't even know the math he's talking about. Yeah, but we still need two possessions. Yeah, you'll you'll get that possession in overtime. Everyone will get that possession. You don't have to onside it and stop them or do any of that shit. You're going to get the ball. But see, we needed a touchdown and a two. So that way, if we kick the field goal, then a touchdown wins it. Right. Yeah, no, we got that part. Hell, five safeties will win it for you if if that's the way you want to think. Two field goals and a, and a grand slam will do it for you. What are you talking about? You're on the eight-yard line. There's two minutes to go. This is what the game, This is what it's about. Get a touchdown, two-point conversion, tie it up. And then he's explaining this like he's right. And then the, uh, you know, the, 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 they usually show like this, the win projections on screen. They, they, they'll throw next-gen stats. They, they somehow didn't do it when the Raiders decided to kick that field goal. Because everyone knows, everyone knows it was a wrong decision. They didn't want to insult him, I guess. The money line, the live in-game bet, the Steelers were minus five hundred before while the Raiders were driving, and then as soon as they kicked the field goal, it doubled to minus a thousand. Meaning, Vegas is like, oh, the game's over. The Raiders just <laughs> ruined it by kicking a field goal, and of course, they never saw the ball again because that's how those stories always end. Oh boy. Anyway, that's it for the uh, NFL recap of yesterday. What time have we got here? Oh my God. 50 minutes. I'm sorry, guys. Why do I, oh, I can't even get into college. I have so many college plays with Dion and Cor- everyone was angry yesterday in college. Everyone's fucking yelling at old announcers, Lee Corso. And what the hell are people talking about? Anyway, I'll, I'll save that for tomorrow. For the C Block show with Picks Dundee. When we do the college recap show for that. Like I said, usually that's today, but he's traveling back from uh, going to the Wyoming game. So I'll wait for my college hot takes tomorrow on the C Block. Right now, we're going to go into the box. box. 
All right, here we are. Once again, thank you, everyone who is watching live on the YouTube show. Make sure to like and subscribe. Speaking of which, I'll get into some of those comments. I have to update that. I have to update the uh, comment because I'm having a contest. Month of September for the funniest, best, whatever comment you want to do. I don't care. On the review, review the show. And uh, winner will get a free Man in a Box t-shirt. How about that? Man in a Box t-shirt for the winner. I'll say this. There's been a couple of negative reviews, but I think they've been pretty funny. So they're they're to me they're in the lead. <laughs> um, let me let me go over a couple of them. Uh, here we go. As compared, these are now these are the things I don't mind. I want let me go down right now. The, as compared to, I've you know I do the man in box videos and I pushed I published them. Occasionally, someone would take off online. Like my Mel Tucker video got a lot of traction and still and it's still going now that he just got fired on TikTok. I think it's got like 8,000 views or something, which isn't viral, but you know, it's something. But what that happens is that that induces a lot of comments and the comments there are just ridiculous. She should have hung up and you don't fucking know and get your facts right. Get your facts right before you do jokes. People don't get anything. <laughs> they just don't get anything. First of all, get your facts right. I don't know if you saw the latest Mel Tucker USA Today article. TikTok commenter. But he's hilarious because he 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 told like three different stories to investigators and like just straight up fucking easily Googleable facts, like what state you were in, a hotel, if it was paid for by the school, like just all kinds of shit. I don't even want to get I don't, I'm not even bringing this up to get into the Mel Tucker thing. The point is. I hate those people. <laughs> people will comment online about that. Who, cause, and I get it. They're not going to get jokes. They don't get any. People just want to comment and get mad about things. That's what they want to do. But the reviews for the Bottom Line Bomb podcast on SGPN, that I can get behind. And I don't care if it's positive or negative. Just make it creative. Here's, here's, a two, here's two that are so far in the lead, and there's still a couple days left here in September to win a free man to box shoot. CJ Sullivan. One of the most hated men in Vegas is finally allowed to talk about his sports gambling on a U.S. soil podcast. <laughs> That's good. He agreed not to say pick or lock or win or lose. But for those betters who are serious about making money in sports gambling, they hear precisely what CJ is telling them. In a revenge-fueled all-out attack on Vegas, Sullivan is dropping bombs. If you're prepared for the shell shock that comes with making almost more money than legally allowed in the U.S., tune in every Thursday at noon and get the bottom line Get the bottom line. Someone in Vegas hates me. That's for sure. So that's a good review. That was funny, creative, and a little positive. I like I like just calling Vegas the uh, enemy. You know, just the city of Vegas. You you represent the suits that take our money. Vegas is a fine. Vegas isn't all casinos. It's, a, it's an actual city. But whatever. I just like saying it. Fuck you, Vegas. So that's one. And here's the other one I just read. It's just, uh, doc, this is from Dr. Banner 22. Dr. Banner 22, I think, I think he's ripping on me. Either way, I think it's enjoyable. Here's his review of the, of the bottom line bombs. And it, yes, this is me reading my own reviews. <laughs> but I'm only doing it because it's a contest. I'm, I'm trying to motivate you guys and see if you can outdo it and get, your free, get yourself a free man in a boxy shirt. This one, I think, is the leader in the clubhouse. From Dr. Banner 22. If you like Andy Reid taking a five-minute discussion and stretching into an hour and a half, this pod is for you. Great, great opening line. And since it roasts me as Andy Reid, it talks about how unnecessarily I stretch things. Solid, op solid opening roast. And not the cute Andy Reid from punt, pass, and kick competition. <laughs> I don't know that Andy Reid was cute, but, you know, it was funny. If you like making fun of magicians, this pot is for you. What? <laughs> yeah, I guess I do make fun of magicians a lot on here. If you like a stranger giving you things to research, this pot is for you. That's funny. If you like a <laughs> giving you things to research. Yeah, I told you. I'm a man in a box, okay? I don't have producers in here and stat guys helping me out and giving me, you know, information for you people. I have to make it up as I go. 
Only this man can combine Pee Wee Herman, Sinead O'Connor, the musings of Jimmy Butler, and the ramblings of the Princess Bride all in one podcast. Now that is a compliment. There's no other way to take that, right? You you read that about a show, I'm, I'm watching that show. That's incredible. But this sounds like the happy hour for you. Come catch some bottom line bombs with the rest of the C-Generates. Oh, so he's just, so Dr. Banner, you are part of it. I See, Dr. Banner, you get it. You're the leader in the clubhouse. So as of now, that's what you boys have to shoot for. If not, you can go on TikTok, look up my videos, and fucking... <laughs> it is absolutely not get anything. So you can do that. Oh, man. Other man in the box stuff I wanted to get to. There's a thing with, I was going to talk about fantasy football, but I asked for. I hate when people ask for. I mean, I get it. You don't want to ask for fantasy football advice. It, it's stressful. Stressful decisions. I did it myself. Yes, I broke down. I texted Sean and Ryan. I texted a few other people. I wanted some start sit advice in fantasy football. There's. And I'm never doing that again. There's no winning in that situation. One, you're going to make the wrong decision. You're going to get the wrong advice. And people only and people love it. Just like I was saying before, with the bar trivia and the survivor, they, they love having no stakes. In, Did you play Cortland Sutherland? Did you play? I told you. I told. There's just no upside in asking for the advice because you, you either follow it blindly. What'd you listen to me for, dude? I don't know. Or you don't listen to it and you're screwed. But either way, you're going to lose. Fantasy football in general. Other than draft day and occasionally some waiver wire pickups, there's no fun in it anymore. It's just nothing but anxiety. But I'm going to keep doing it. Multi-leaks. Anyway. <laughs> Shout out to the uh, Writers Guild strikes ending uh, last night. Our own Nick Vatterot broke the news to us. He is part of the strike hit him as hard. I'm happy for him and all my Writer Guild friends. In general, I'm not happy when I see them post shit online for some reason. I don't like when anyone celebrates anything online. Woo! Just like straight up Instagram posts of them having fun. We did it! Like, like they're fucking coal miners. Labor force striking. Good for them. I get it. But I don't like when anyone's happy. And people are like, yeah, you don't like that because you don't hate your own life. You know? And you're projecting so you don't have to see someone else be happy. Yeah, you're right. How does that help me? Okay, great. We got the problem. Sure, that sounds right. Yeah, you're right. I don't want to see anyone else be happy because I'm not. Good. That still doesn't change the fact that I don't want to see you fucking celebrating. <laughs> it's, I love when people say that shit. Like, yeah, it's only because of you. Yeah, I know. I know that. That's like Colorado with uh, Oregon. We're sick of watching Dion celebrate. Yeah, it's because you're insecure about your you're, you're scared. Of, yeah, probably. I still don't like it. So we're, we're happy when you fail. We're happy when happy people fail and are sad. Everyone should be miserable like us. That's what. <laughs> that's what it's all about. That was my happy music. It's like when people say, uh, I like when people say, yes. Uh, say it to my face. I heard that the other day. That's the same um, mentality to me. Well, if you're going to talk about me, just say it to my face. I don't want you talking about my back. Go to Reddit. Really? You want us to say it to your face? I don't want you saying it to my face. Talk behind, talk behind my back. I don't give a fuck. Just don't say it to my face. It'll be devastating. Just say it to my face. You don't want us to say it. We're talking about your face. You really want us to talk about your face to your face? Just don't let me find out about it. I don't want to. I'm fucking an emotional wreck. I don't want to hear about it to my face. So that's why... That's that's me getting around saying congratulations to all <laughs> WGA members for the strike ending, but I'm also not happy. I won't say that to your face, though. Don't worry about it. 
Anyway, that's going to do it for today's uh, bottom line bombs. Thank you everybody for joining the show. That's going to be a solid hour to C block is broken in half. It'll be continued tomorrow, Tuesday when Colby comes back from Wyoming from seeing the game. That'll be my college. I'll, I'll do more college and Oregon takes that. I got a, I got a deeper thing to go with Dion and that. And I love you, but dude, all these made up wars is just getting insane. Um, like I said, follow me on Instagram, CJ Sullivan was taken, or Twitter at CJ Sullivan underscore. Next weekend, I will be in Chicago, see Generics at Laugh Factory and Lincoln Lodge for a fest. It'd be great. Uh, come on, and see my shows. You can see them on my socials where to get those. I'll be with Sean Flannery, who I do the Blackout Diaries with. Make sure you check that out. Other podcasts where all where all pods are told. Um, leave that five star review and see if you can beat us. Beat the one I read for the free T-shirt for the man in the box. I, I mean, right now that's a tough. That's a tough one to get. Um, other than that, yeah. Good luck tonight. I'll recap the show. I got uh, over an Eagles game, and I got the Rams plus three, and all the white angle sport releases. Other than that, that's gonna do it for the man in the box. Thank you guys, and good night.